Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King, this Savior, Messiah, Jesus. The signs are all around us. He's coming any moment. We need to be ready. He tells us to be ready. He says, watch therefore, for you don't know the hour the Son of Man is coming. Be ready. And he says that with regard to all the signs that are around us showing that he's coming any moment. Now, we're going to talk about that on this program today. My name is Dove Schwartz. I'm here in northern Israel. I'm excited and thankful to be in the generation where we should be watching therefore more than ever. First, before we look at the Word of God and the Watch Therefore message, let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you for these special listeners. Thank you for this special day you've given us to watch, oh, Father in heaven, for you to send the groom for the bride, that we might be ready for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, please. Please bless all of our listeners today. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. And if there's one, two, however many who are listening who have not yet been saved, forgiven for their sins, born from above, oh, please, by your glorious gospel and your Holy Spirit, save them today. Thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, with regard to the signs that are around us, with regard to the watch therefore message. Um, there is a lot to, to discuss today. Um, and, and so I'm going to remind our listeners who've heard this before and introduce to those who haven't, who are listening to the program that in Matthew 24, Mark 13 and Luke 21, there's a very similar scenario given. Of course, these, these are the synoptic gospels. There's a distinction between them and the gospel of John, in that there are very similar themes uh, through the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, while in John um, there are are distinctions that I don't have time to go into today and different perspectives uh, that you don't see as as much in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And so having said that, in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, we see this same scenario where these nice Jewish boys who are disciples of Messiah Jesus, they ask the Lord what will be the sign of his coming and of the end of the age. Uh, let's stop for a moment and, and think about this. What did they mean? Well, they were asking, when will Israel take its place at the head of the nations according to the words of the of the Bible, the Torah, the prophets, and the, and the writings, the Psalms, and other books that are considered part of the writings and what uh, they say in Hebrew is the Tanakh, the Torah, the Nevi'im, and the Ketavim, which is the, the Torah, or the law, the prophets, and the writings. And so that's how they divide the Hebrew scriptures. And, and so in the Hebrew scriptures, it's very clear that there will be a time where the son of David, the Messiah, will come and sit on the throne of David, and all of Israel's enemies that have come against Israel to destroy it will be they themselves destroyed, and uh, a remnant from Israel and the nations will take their place in the millennial kingdom, in the age of the Messiah, the Messianic age. 
And, and so Jesus is the Messiah. He's the one who's coming to sit on the throne of David. They, the disciples acknowledged that, and they asked him, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And, and so uh, he discusses that with them. He talked to them about uh, the, uh, the, the four primary birth pains that I've discussed on this program frequently, uh, which are uh, found in these three, three chapters of the Gospels that I mentioned. And uh, they are uh, nation rising up against nation. This is a, a Hebraism or a Jewish colloquialism, an ancient Jewish colloquialism for, uh, for a world war. Um, it's, it's not the same thing as wars and rumors of wars. Those things would take place down through the centuries. The distinction is a global conflict. And when it says nation will rise against nation, what it is in Greek is ethnos. So we would say ethnic group will rise against ethnic group. And so the world is in ethnic strife. Uh, look what's going on in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. America has racial tensions. But all over the world, for, it, it's kind of like if you drop a large boulder in a pond, it ripples out all the way to the bank from the center of the pond or where the rock has dropped all the way to the bank. Well, because Israel is embroiled in this horrible conflict with the nations, the Muslim nations around it, and the nations of the world have, the ethnic groups of the world have tried to impose upon Israel destruction by these uh, Muslim ethnicities around them. Now the Lord is judging the world with ethnic strife, including Islam that is now judging the world. Um, the Lord is using it as an instrument of judgment, a, a spanking stick, if you will. And so what we see now is ethnic strife shaking the world. Of course, we saw World Wars One and Two, and, and, and then you had the uh, diff different genocides all the way up till now. Um, you have Cambodia in the 70s, of course, the Holocaust in, in World War Two, but then uh, later on, like in, in uh, Cambodia, uh, Pol Pot, and the killing fields, millions died. Uh, Rwanda, the Congo, Burundi, uh, millions upon millions upon millions. The biggest genocide of all, of course, is abortion, where uh, uh, 46 or so million babies, 42 to 46 million babies every year are murdered around the world. The, the largest genocide in the history of humanity. Um, if you took the number of abortions that have taken place from now back to 1980, it would double the number of deaths of every war, major war and genocide in the last 2,000 years combined. That's how serious this generation is. Now, there, there's never been anything like it, nor will there ever be again. And King Jesus is going to come put a stop to it. And so, hallelujah. And, and so, ethnic group will rise up against ethnic group uh, in, an, in a global sense that's taking place. Uh, then there's famines. There are are about as many hungry people on the planet now as there were on the whole planet just a couple hundred years ago. Uh, about a billion hungry people on the planet. Uh, and then you throw dirty malaria drinking water in there and the numbers go up significantly. And so, uh, and, and then, of course, the, the next birth pain in these chapters that's spoken of uh, is pestilence, diseases often caused by animals. Look, a little mosquito is causing now, uh, again, um, malaria is all over the world. Dengue fever is back in America. Uh, the Zika virus, um, pig flu, bird flu, um, uh, antibiotic-resistant 
uh, diseases, flesh-eating diseases, MRSA. The most dangerous place in America is the American hospital where people go in with a sickness and they and they get MRSA virus and they die in the hospital. Um, and so uh, it, it's, it's, it's getting crazier by the second. But these are the birth pains. Uh, and, the, and the final one is earthquakes. And you've got the ring of fire that starts in the South Pacific and those islands in the South Pacific and goes all the way up to Russia, over to Alaska, down the west coast of the Americas, uh, down into South, past South America. And so you've got uh, there the uh, ring of fire, which is earthquakes and tsunamis shaking the earth like never before. Those are four primary birth pains uh, that, are, that are spoken of. Then the Lord says these will culminate with the time of the greatest tribulations that the world has never seen. I don't have time to go into the prophetic scriptures of it, but that's a seven-year period of tribulation that you find in Daniel 9 and uh, in Revelation, and and so in the book of Revelation. And so uh, these things are upon us. And, and then the Lord spoke about uh, also, I'm going to skip one of them and come back to it, the days of Noah, as the days of Noah will were, so will it be with the coming of the Son of Man. Well, in Noah's day, the, Jesus, our Lord, said people were eating and drinking and giving marriage, going on like everything was okay, not knowing that they were about to be wiped out by the flood. All except those who found grace in the eyes of the Lord, which was Noah and his family. There was a, there was a time in Sodom where they were killing their babies, sacrificing them to demons, and, and they were uh, into homosexuality up to their ears and every kind of filth and wickedness, and that everything, but he thought it was great, everything thought it was wonderful, this is how the world's supposed to be. Until that last night in Sodom, and then it was over. And that is what is coming to the world. The world rejoices in its sin, and exalts homosexuality, and homosexual marriage, and, and, and now there are being laws removed in countries uh, against incest being law. Now they're taking those laws that, that incest is illegal, taking it away because uh, parents and children are marrying and having sex and all this other wicked foolishness. Uh, and so the whole world is, is, on, is on steroids with sin. And, and, and it's all, it all looks good. It all looks like it's going to be fun to, these, to the wicked. But the last night of it is coming. And, and, and so, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Sin and wickedness abounding. I'm a, a, a population explosion in Noah's day. Yeah, uh, the world, uh, from 1804, when there was a billion people on planet Earth, now there's seven billion people on planet Earth. Now that's a population explosion. Evil and wickedness and violence in the hearts of the people. These are the characteristics you find in Genesis 6 of the days of Noah. And, and the final sign I'm going to talk about that you see in these chapters, I'm going to talk about in a moment, but I'm really going fast here. I hope, I think you can hear that because I'm trying to get to the message of the faithful servant because there is good news. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's good news. But first I need to take a break in light of all these things. I'm getting ready to talk about Israel in these scriptures. We have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. And, 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 and Jesus, our Lord, told us to go to Israel with the gospel and then to the nations, the Jew first and the Gentile. He told us to go make disciples in the nations. So we have our other ministry poured out for the nations. And so you can look at that and our, our media outreach through watchtherefore.tv. Watchtherefore.tv. And as you do so, and as you financially participate, you keep Watch Therefore Media, like this radio program, going. 
oh, we've got a national television program that's starting in January. It can go into 42 to 50 million homes across America and Canada. I think it's all North America and Mexico as well. So listen, folks, uh, the Lord's doing things because this is his message. So we ask you to pray because our help comes from the Lord, not from man. Ask the Lord if it's his will and get on board with Watch Therefore Media. Go to watchtherefore.tv, find out how you can participate. You can sign up for our monthly newsletters and you may say, well, the Lord hasn't given me money to give, but I can pray. And we would ask you, please do, please. Now, having said that, we go back to the message, and the message is, watch therefore, watch therefore, like the faithful servant. Don't be the wicked servant, be the faithful servant. And so uh, what, what leads uh, to, to these things, the message of the faithful servant, are these signs the Lord speaks of. He speaks of the fig tree blossoming. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. No, this is it. Folks, Israel became a nation in one day, like Isaiah 66 said they would, written 700 years before the time of Christ on earth, 2,700 years ago. Wow, prophesied that in one day Israel would become a nation in 1948. They did. They're a nation now. The nations of the world are surrounding Israel, and now the nations of the world are getting their own medicine. They're getting Islam up to their ears, right? And, and so I watched a video today of, of, of Muslim gangs um, raping and killaging and killing and pillaging, excuse me, and, and, and saying, we will take over your countries by having four wives and bringing 25 children per family. And we will take over your countries. Mohammed is the, the most popular little boy's name. Babies being born in London today. Listen, they're taking over Europe because Islam is one of the signs of the times that we're in right now. Yes. And, and so we see that even as the Islamic countries tried to destroy Israel and still do, that it's still here and it will be here. It will always be here from here on out. And so um, the, the fig tree has blossomed now in Joel chapter 1, the prophet Joel chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. We see that um, there is this land the Lord calls his fig tree. That's Israel. It's his land. It's Israel. Israel is the fig tree. And so it's what, it, what Jesus our Lord is saying is when you see the fig tree, when you see Israel become a nation again and all the signs that pertaining to it and then all these four birth pangs, well, there's always been earthquakes and famines and, and, and uh, violence in the nations and, and, uh, and uh, you know, all these things and, and, and uh, pestilences, diseases. Yeah, but when you see them increasing in frequency and intensity like they are now with Israel as a nation in the days of Noah and the judgments that are falling on the earth and the rapture coming soon, Listen, we need to watch, therefore, watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus said in, in Luke, excuse me, in Matthew 24, he says this, verse 42, watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming, but know this, if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would not, have, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into, therefore, you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Now, here's the, here's the message I wanted to finish this program with. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Begins in Matthew 24, verse 45. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. 
You see, the faithful servant, this is so important. What's the, what do you want to hear from the Lord when you see him? Do you want to have questions of why you lived a disobedient life and an unfaithful life? Or do you want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant? That's what I want to hear. So the faithful servant is watching for the master to come every moment. And he's obeying and doing what the master commanded. That's the watch therefore message, folks. This watch therefore message will get us to a place where we will hear from the Lord when we see him. Well done. Hallelujah. Thy good and faithful servant. Isn't that good news? Yeah. You you don't want to be the wicked servant. It's hard to even look at what he does. Verse 48, Matthew 24. And onward. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he's not looking for him in an hour that he does not, he's not aware of and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, oh, you believe Jesus could come any moment, huh? Oh, you're part of the problem of making the church lukewarm today. Oh, you're part of the problem of making the church worldly today. Because people are just thinking, well, they're just going to go up in the rapture of the church and escape. Well, you know what? In Luke 21, Jesus the Lord said in light of these things, pray always that you would be counted worthy to escape all these things that are coming upon the earth and stand before the Son of Man. Listen, folks, this message that people are out there with today, scoffing at the rapture of the church, is an antichrist message. Okay, and they don't mean it to be a lot of them. They don't intend it to be, but it is. It's anti-scripture. Okay, and so, yes, I am guilty as charged of being an escapist. The Lord told me to pray that I would escape the great tribulation, and I do. I do, and you should too. So anyhow, uh, so the reality is they've got it all backwards. Why? Because King Messiah Jesus, these are letters in red, folks, in my Bible and your Bible too. If you have a Bible that has Jesus' words in red, that, that it's the opposite. The one who says Jesus can't come today, that's the one that's a dangerous message. That he is delaying his coming and cannot come today is what makes people worldly and lukewarm. The Bible says. Now, the wicked servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming, and he then becomes worldly. That's what the message is here. I'll read it again. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkards. You see, it starts off with the the wicked servant. It starts off with him thinking the master can't return today and that he's delaying his coming. Hello? Hello? Which, Which message does the Bible say facilitates worldly living and carnality and hell? Because... I don't say it. The Bible says the wicked servant goes to hell. Now, I'm not saying everyone who believes that Jesus can't come back in the rapture today is wicked. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's a dangerous doctrine. And many who say that are the wicked servant. Not all of them. Some of them love Jesus and, I, and, and have ministries and lives in Christ I respect. I just think they're very wrong. And it's a dangerous doctrine. So having said that, I just got to go by what the Bible says, folks. I just got to go by what the Bible says. What does the Bible say? 
What is our King, our Savior, Jesus, the one who died for our, our sins upon the cross, and he rose again, that if you haven't believed and put your faith in him today, before, don't go to hell. Please don't be the wicked servant. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. So what's the message for the hour? What's he command us to do? Watch, therefore, in light of all the signs that are all around us today, like never before in the history of the world, Watch, therefore, and be ready. Watch, therefore, and be ready. Oh, pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, if there's one, two, five, a hundred listening who need to receive you as Lord Jesus, oh, Father, send your Holy Spirit to bring them to repentance that they might receive your only begotten Son, our Savior, as Lord. For our listeners, if you need to be saved today, you think, well, I've been to church, I've been this, I've been that. Listen, if you haven't been born again, if there's not a desire in your heart to follow Jesus, if you haven't been changed by his spirit and by turning away from your sins and putting your faith in Jesus alone to save you, not dead religion, call upon the name of the Lord, ask him to forgive you. Oh, save and heal and forgive people who are listening now, Father and Messiah, Jesus' name I ask it, hallelujah. And and Father, for for all of us who are, within the sound of your word today, may we be repentant and humbled and broken in light of our own sin and, 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 and selfishness and desire to live this life for ourselves and, and for the things in this life. And Father, please grant us repentance. Help us, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, to be the faithful servant. We want to hear from you. Good and faithful servant. Well done when we see you, Lord. Help us. Help and bless all who are listening today, Father. We ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to feature, and I pray that you prayed, and if you prayed to receive Jesus as Lord just now, I don't want to just go on. I want you to please contact us. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv. Get in touch with us, and I'd like to pray with you and send you some free literature about what to do next. Uh, having said that, I want to tell you something about one of our Blessing Israeli Believers projects. It's it's very expensive. Boy, is it fruitful. Um there are Israelis who do not yet believe. They're pre-believing Israelis that live on the borders of Israel, today's borders of Israel, in very difficult and dangerous places, and they're under the threat of terrorism. Even a little American Jewish girl was sleeping in her bed, and a little 16-year-old terrorist boy came into the house and cut her up and killed her. We have a special program called the Israel Protection Dog Program, the Israel or Israeli Protection Dog Program, where we facilitate protection dogs to put in the homes and in, in, the, in the care of watchmen over villages in Israel. It's very expensive, but it's very fruitful. And the people out there are seeing the love of their own Messiah in us. When we come to them, I've told them, listen, these are American Zionist Christians who love Israel, who are donating funds for this. I told them, I've told them, I believe Jesus is the Messiah. And and I'm out here to, to we want to save Jewish lives. And so we have... Uh, dogs we're placing now that we're in training right now that have been approved and accepted and they're waiting in the next couple months they're going to be going into families uh, in uh, areas that you see on the news that are in the hotbed of terrorism in Israel uh, and so I can't go into the details of where I'm not going to do that but I'm just telling you you can go to watchtherefore.tv and read a little bit about our Israel protection dog program we're going to have some exciting new videos out in about three to six months uh, of these dogs that are being trained. Um, so it's real expensive. We do have people giving to it. I don't talk much about it, but I encourage you, go to watchtherefore.tv and get involved that way. I've got to close out the program right now. We're running out of time, but here's how I like to do it. 
Remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail... Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.